Welcome back to the Chris Gates Fitness Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me as always. And I'm super pumped to be back here on the podcast with a brand new episode for you this week. Although this week we are doing something a little bit different here uh, on the show. So let me break down what's going on. Uh, It's been a couple of weeks since I have had a new podcast episode for you. And that is because uh, I launched training camp a few weeks ago. And there's a lot that goes into launching training camp, getting people signed up, getting people's programs built out and like starting that 90 day challenge. Uh, So took a little bit of time to focus on client work and get everybody squared away. Now that that's in the rearview mirror, able to put podcast episodes together again for you. But uh, I do have a little bit of something going on here on the personal end, and it's all good stuff, which uh, I will be happy to share more about on the podcast in uh, an upcoming episode or two. Uh, But there's still a lot going on over here uh, at Chris Gates Fitness Headquarters, if you will. So what I'm going to be doing here over the next probably month or so is in addition to the longer podcast episodes that you're probably used to, like the half hour, 45 minutes, 60 minute long deep dives into you know different topics, um, I'm going to be sprinkling in some essentially greatest hits episodes, which are shorter episodes uh, where I extract a clip from a previous episode that maybe you have missed. And uh, I'm, I'm not a dummy. I understand that uh, you listening and everybody else that listens to the podcast, you probably don't catch every single episode. And even if you do, you probably don't absorb and remember every damn thing that I say. And you know what? That's normal. That's okay. And I think that that's probably the way it should be. It would be weird if you remembered every single thing. Uh, so I'm going to sprinkle in some of these shorter episodes here over the next few weeks. Uh, um, because there are some clips I have from previous podcast episodes that I think are really good, honestly. Um, and the one that we're going to start with today is about how quickly you lose muscle when you stop working out. And I'll be honest with you, um, I-, I put together a short clip of this clip that you're about to, to hear um, for social media. Like I, I condensed a piece of this episode down to about 60 seconds And uh, I've shared it multiple times on my Instagram and on my TikTok, and every single time I share the clip from this episode, uh, it gets over 100,000 views and tons of comments, tons of engagement, tons of shares, which means it's something that a lot of people wonder, like a lot of people probably wonder... If I stop lifting, am I going to lose my progress? Uh, how quickly will I lose my progress? Um, you know, can you retain muscle mass if you stop lifting? Like, how does it work? If I, essentially, I don't think what a lot of people worry about is like, if I stop training, I'm going to lose all my progress. And this clip is going to dive into exactly what you can expect from when that happens. And you know what? Everybody's going to run into this type of situation where you have to take a week off or you go on a vacation or maybe you get injured and you can't train at all, or you can't train a specific muscle group that happens throughout life. And it's something that you should probably expect. And so I think this episode will help you understand what actually is going to happen, what you should realistically expect. And honestly, I think the outcome of this is a better outcome than you probably think. Uh, but like I said, when, when I put this clip on social media, I, I'll do it once or twice a year. It always goes crazy. I mean, it always goes crazy uh, because I think a lot of people worry about this and a lot of people wonder about it. 
And uh, so I wanted to start off the the greatest hits episodes, if you will, uh, with this this topic. So we're going to talk about how quickly do you lose muscle uh, when you stop working out. And uh, real quick before we dive into this discussion, as always, I want to remind you, I'm an online fitness coach. There's a link to my coaching page in the show notes if you want to learn more about coaching and if you're looking for some customized, personalized help, one-on-one support every step of the way to work you in the direction that you want to go. So you can hit that link to my coaching page if you're interested in learning more. And then otherwise, wherever you're listening to this episode, if it's on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or iHeartRadio or Audible or YouTube literally wherever you're watching or listening, make sure that you're subscribed, okay? Because I put out content like this all the time and uh, I wanna make sure that uh, you know you are able to, to get the free educational content that I put out because I really do think it's helpful. Um, so make sure that you're subscribed. Um, and lastly, if you're not following me on social media, you better do that. Every platform that I'm on, if you just search for Chris Gates Fitness, you're gonna find me follow along and uh, I would really appreciate that. So, okay. With all of that said, let's get into the topic of the day. Again, how quickly do you lose muscle after not working out? What's the longest a person can take off without losing muscle? There is truth to the fact that like, if you don't use it, you lose it. And uh, <laughs> that, that applies to a lot of things in life, but certainly with strength training, um, it is it takes a lot of time and a lot of effort to build muscle. And I say this all the time, but like I say it all the time because of how amazing it is. Like truly building muscle is an unbelievably amazing phenomenon. And I don't think enough people like realize it, but building muscle, you're, you're doing things that cause your body to actually build new tissue and a very specific type of tissue. You are building muscle tissue in your body. You're causing your body to like assemble cells and, and nuclei to build muscle. It's, it's unbelievable. I, I think like, I don't know, maybe it's because I studied this stuff in grad school and, and, and it makes you realize how amazing it is, but I don't think enough people factor into, you know, the, the whole process of how amazing it is when you do build muscle. Anyway, it takes a lot of work to build that muscle. And the shame of it is if you don't continue to train, you will actually lose the muscle that you built or you'll lose, you can lose a decent amount of the muscle that you built. But there's a lot of uh, context and details and nuance involved. So when we talk about how long can you take off without losing muscle, it seems like from a lot of the research that you can go like probably two to three weeks without training before you start to see some losses in muscle. And, and and let's let's be very clear about that. I'm not saying lose all of your muscle. I'm saying like around two to three weeks of no strength training, you may see start to see some of it, some, some, some of it start to go away. And, and and I, you know, say that as like, you may start to see it. You actually probably won't see it. You probably wouldn't notice it until you go back into the gym and see that the same exercises with the same weight for the same sets and reps is a lot harder now than it was three weeks ago. Um, so it, it's, it would take a really, really long time for you to noticeably lose muscle. But like realistically, when you look at the, the physiology of it, the research shows that about two to three weeks, you start to lose muscle if you don't continue to train. Now, the cool thing is though, two things. Once you build muscle, it's actually 
much easier to maintain that muscle mass. So if you work up to a certain level of your fitness where you build a bunch of muscle, say you, 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 know, you go from being a beginner to adding 20 pounds of muscle to your frame, uh, you don't need to do the same workload to maintain that 20 pounds of muscle. You can actually do like potentially as low as like 20 to 30% of that workload that you had been doing to maintain it. Because really, your body is just reacting to the environment that you're putting it in. So you build muscle because your body is continually doing these difficult tasks and it has to build muscle to be able to continue to perform them. And once it builds that muscle, you can continue doing those tasks, but like at a much uh, lower volume. So if you're doing like 15 sets of chest to build up your chest, you, as long as you continue to train your chest, you could drop it down to like five or six sets a week and you're still giving your body that stimulus. You're still working those muscle groups, but you're just doing much less work that can actually help you still maintain the muscle mass that you've built. So if you have something, you know, some type of life situation coming up where you feel like you might not be able to train, well, even if you can get a little bit of training in and still work those movement patterns, um, still, you know, challenge your muscles in similar ways as you had been doing, you can probably hold on to the vast majority of that muscle with very little work. Okay. You just got to have the intensity high, but you can maintain it with very little work. The second cool thing is that if you cannot train at all, if you go through a period of time where you cannot lift weights, do anything that you've been doing for like three weeks, four weeks, month and a half, two months, something like that. The second cool thing is that once you've built muscle, it is exponentially easier to get that muscle back. And I'm not going to break down the physiology because I'm not the type of expert to do. I'm not a, you know, I'm not an exercise researcher, but I read a lot of exercise research. And the, the best way I can describe it is that like when you're building muscle, building tissue, like we talked about before, how unbelievably cool of a phenomenon that is. As you build that tissue, you build that tissue because uh, your body builds cells and nuclei for muscle. So you build these muscle cells, right? Um, when you stop training, those muscle cells shrink, but they don't disappear. The nuclei don't go away. So when you start to train again, if it is two months from now, six months from now, what, however long it ends up being, since those cells and nuclei are still there, you can build that muscle back exponentially more quickly than it took for you to build it in the first place because in the first place you had to like build all these cellular structures whereas now those structures still exist they're still there you're just in a sense reactivating them and the the size of them comes back so the cool thing is even if you do lose muscle once you've built that muscle it is much easier to get that muscle back it'll come back super quickly um so the I'll, I'll I'll I guess I'll end it with this is that like the whole concept of I'm worried I'm going to lose the gains that I made because I have to stop training. It's actually something that you really don't have to worry all that much about if you've been training consistently hard for an extended period of time, six months, a year, two years, however long it may be. Um, you're going to be able to 
get that muscle mass back, even if you have to take a you know brief hiatus from training. So it's really, really cool stuff. Hopefully, I talked about that in a simple way that made sense. Makes sense in my head. Um, but I think it's really, really cool. And it's really, really, I think nice to know that you don't need to worry too much about it. Just get back to training when you can. And if you can train a little bit along the way, you may be able to maintain all of those gains that you made anyway.